In today's show, we're going to be discussing the Bitcoin bear trap, sees the Bitcoin price near 20,000 as daily gains, top 9%. That's right, 31 million in Bitcoin short liquidations in one hour. This is the highest hourly short liquidation level in over a month. And this has got to be the biggest bear trap I've ever seen so far. So as a trader, even I starting to feel quite bearish. And also, quitting Credible Crypto, our last two major impulses were both preceded by around 120 days of relatively low volatility consolidation before they began. It's supposed to be boring. It's part of the process. The more boring it gets, the better it is for the coming expansion. Let's go. And this just in, MasterCard says, we are working to turn Bitcoin and crypto into an everyday way to pay. Also in today's show, El Salvador is focused on bringing investment to Bitcoin City, says Ambassador, quoting him here, the dream of El Salvador is to have a Bitcoin City and from there to make our society bigger, stronger. We're trying to attract more and more investments to this area so we can develop these communities. Also in today's show, Ethereum price eyes a 35% rally after 6,000 ETH gets burned in one week. I'll be breaking down the latest ETH technical analysis. Also, Ripple Remittances partner says SEC's claim that the XRP is an investment contract is false. I'll be sharing with you the latest developments between the SEC and XRP. Also in today's show, Bitcoin trader who called the 2022 market crash says now is not the time to be bearish. Quitting Crypto Capo, I am still bullish short term. This is not the time to be bearish. In my opinion, I'll be breaking down his latest charts. Also in today's show, JP Morgan Chase reportedly terminates the relationship with Kanye West and the rap star says he is happy to speak openly about being canceled by a bank. That's right. As someone shares here, I am not into pop culture or celebrities, but this situation represents a colossal opportunity. It will bring so much attention to Bitcoin if this guy came out in response to JP Morgan on social media and simply said, F the banks, and then I'll move over to Bitcoin. And lo and behold, how many of you watched Kanye West on the Joe Rogan podcast back in 2020, where he said he believes that the true liberation of America could be Bitcoin. I'll be breaking all this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. This is podcast number 1074 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. I'm your host, JV. Yes, I just got the fresh cut. Let's start by taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin is pumping after we hit pretty low yesterday. I think we dropped under 18,500 and then we bounced back strong, currently up two and a half percent for the day, trading at around 19,400 at the time of this recording. We have Ethereum up 4%, trading just above $1,300. And as you can see, we also have a Binance coin, XRP, Solana, Polkadot, and Matic overtook Polkadot in the market cap, which is interesting. So go Polygon slash Matic and checking out the overall crypto market cap. Let's do a, a refresh to get the latest numbers. We're currently sitting at 926 billion with almost 73 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 40.1% with the Ether dominance at 17.4%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours. Let's see who's leading the pack. We have ENS up 10%, trading just under 20 bucks. 
followed by Lido Dow up 7%, trading at $1.33, followed by BitTorrent New up 7%, trading at virtually nothing. And let's do another refresh and let's see if Polygonmatic is still overtaking Polkadot at the time of this recording as we scroll down. You can see the number one crypto by market cap, obviously Bitcoin, followed by Ethereum. Then we have Tether, USDT, followed by USDC, followed by Binance Coin, followed by XRP in the number six spot, followed by uh, Binance USD Coin in the number seven spot, followed by Cardano, number eight, number nine, Solana, number 10, Dogecoin. And it, it is true, Polygon Matic did flip Polkadot, and it currently has a market cap of 6.9 uh, billion dollars, whereas Polkadot is sitting at six. billion. So they are literally neck and neck. So congrats to all Polygon slash Matic holders as number 11 is my favorite number. Just wanted to throw out there. So that's pretty cool. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see Quant has been soaring. We're up 18.8%, but HT is the biggest gainer, which is Helium up virtually 82%, followed by ENS up 13.2%. And as you can see, most of the overall top 100 altcoins are currently correcting and in the red with pretty big losses uh, for the week. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 24 out of 100 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 20 in Extreme Fear. Last week, a 23 in Extreme Fear. And last month, a 27 in Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. With that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and let's do some Bitcoin technical analysis and see what's going on with the Bitcoin charts and see what's happening. So here we go. Bitcoin delivered more surprises this morning, October 14th, as the reaction to macro triggers saw a sudden run at $20,000, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin climbing to one-week highs, gaining almost 2000 in a matter of hours after the US CPI print for September came in above expectations. An initial crypto route put the bulls on edge, but the pain was short-lived. Hallelujah. Bitcoin ultimately ran higher than its pre-CPI levels following stocks that were described as delivering the biggest bear trap of 2022. Quoting an analyst here by the name of Stock Rocker, that's got to be the biggest bear trap I have ever seen so far. Even I was starting to feel a bullish, which another analyst uh, points out. I believe that is uh, right here. So as you can see, most of them believe that this is a big bear trap. Bitcoin thus kept volatility and liquidations coming as spot price bounce around an established trading range. Popular Twitter analytics account on chain college noted that liquidations in a single hour on the day were the highest on those time frames in over a month. As he shares here, 31 million in Bitcoin short liquidations in one hour. This is the highest hourly short liquidation level in over a month. Crazy, right? And while failing to reclaim the 20,000 mark, though we got pretty close, Bitcoin was succeeding in flipping traders' outlook to the bullish side, analyzing chart behavior stretching back to 2019. We got Credible Crypto, who argued that the signals were there for an extended upside breakout, quoting him here on Crypto Twitter. Our last two major impulses were both preceded by around 120 days of relatively low volatility consolidation before they began. It's supposed to be boring. It's part of the process. The more boring it gets, the better it is for the company expansion and he shares this chart which shows you bitcoin bouncing off of a low and then 
uh, ascending and going uh, parabolic. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And attention thus focused on whether markets could preserve the status quo by the end of the week. Keep it in mind. We're here at the weekend approaching. Now, in a sign of potential trouble brewing, the U.S. dollar index, known as the DXY, began clawing back on lost ground on the day that it would yet take the momentum out of the risk asset rally. Summarizing the situation, popular trader Roman said that while it is paid to be macro bearish, there was no reason to ignore the signs of what should be a temporary relief rally, quoting him here. There is a bullish divergence on every higher time frame, and the DXY has bearish divergences. USDT.D rejected resistance as well. Tiny-brained investors shorting the bottom yet again. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the current crypto market? Are you currently short-term bullish or bearish? Let me know your honest thoughts and feedback in the comments right down below. And for those of you just tuning in to the live show right now, welcome, welcome. Uh, BitBud, it is good to see you, my friend. Uh, Nathan Roth, always a pleasure. Tellingard, good to see you here as always. And with that being shared, let's continue to break down our next story of the day, which is Bitcoin City in El Salvador. Let's discuss it. Shall we? Now check this out. El Salvador, which became the first nation to make Bitcoin a legal tender in September of last year, is currently focused on building a Bitcoin city. They have been several delays, obviously, and uh, disruptions in the plan since its announcement last year, owing to the bear market-led investment drought and geopolitical tensions. Cointelegraph reporter Joseph Hall got in touch with Hector Enrique and the deputy ambassador of El Salvador to the Kingdom of the Netherlands to get some insights onto the country's progress with its much Hype project. Now, Land Devard told Cointelegraph that the government is following a first come first serve basis where businesses that are early with their investment will get better profits. Quitting him here. The dream of El Salvador is to have a Bitcoin city and from there to make our society bigger and stronger. We're trying to attract more and more investments to this area so we can develop these communities. Pretty interesting. How many of you have ever been to Bitcoin city in El Salvador? Let me know in the comments below and how many of you would love to visit. Me personally, I have not been there, but I would love to visit. The deputy ambassador noted the Bitcoin use in the country has definitely made an impact. He also invited people to the country to see for themselves how Bitcoin is changing lives. The iconic Bitcoin city was announced in November of last year. It would be partly funded by the sales of a billion dollars in Bitcoin volcano bonds and the world's first crypto sovereign debt product. The debt product was the center of attraction at the bull market's peak. However, several delays in the past and a downturn in the bear market have cast a shadow shadow of uncertainty. Now, last month, we had Bitfinex chief technology officer, Paolo Ordonio, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he said that we were awaiting a license of issuance from the government first, which would be granted after passing of the digital securities bill that was slated for September. However, there hasn't been any update on the launch of the Bitcoin bond midway through October. So there you have it. Do you think those volcano bonds will continue to push the Bitcoin price forward? And it is crazy because everything is about timing at the end of the day. And obviously with Bitcoin City, they released those volcano bonds at they were going to release them at the height of the Bitcoin market when Bitcoin hit a new all-time high. And then they decided to wait. And I think that was a smart move to wait for the bear market to kind of settle and get more stable with a stronger equilibrium before launching the Bitcoin bonds. And hopefully they are launched soon. I believe they are already sold out in advance, according to Max Kaiser, from some things that I've uh, read online. But nonetheless, let me know your overall thoughts on that sentiment uh, with 
Bitcoin City. With that being shared, now let's dive into the Ethereum rally. Uh, an analyst predicts a 35% rally incoming for Ethereum, the leading smart contract platform. And how many of you are currently bullish on Ethereum? What's your thoughts on Ethereum? How many of you are actually hodling Ethereum? Let me know in the comments right down below. With that being shared, let's break down this next story. Ethereum's native token Ether looks ready to undergo a massive rally due to a mix of technical and fundamental factors from a technical perspective. ETH price now eyes a 35% rebound by the end of October after holding test a key support level. This level is a rising trend line that has capped Ether's downside attempt since June of 2022, as shown here in this chart. In other words, traders have shown interest in buying Ethereum tokens near this level in the recent weeks. And meanwhile, the accumulation sentiment has prompted the price to rise towards another significant level, a horizontal trend line resistance near $1,800, which is about 35% above the current price, $1,800 ETH. Send it. Now, the bullish technical outlook for Ether takes further cases or cues uh, from its depleting supply in the recent days. That's right. Ether supply has dropped by nearly 6,000 ETH or around 7.9 million since October 8th, which is what, four days ago. That marks uh, the Ethereum network's delivery uh, and I'm sorry, not four days ago, six days ago. First deflationary move where more ETH w- is being destroyed than created since it switched uh, from a proof of stake uh, via the merge one, mo- one month ago. And my apologies. So yeah, Ethereum switched from a proof of work as Bitcoin was to a proof of stake. And now we have the SEC coming out saying that it is now officially a security, which is interesting. And in this chart, you can see uh, the supply since the merge has been depleting. And again, the more scarcity, the greater for the price action for Ethereum. Now, users must pay so-called gas fees, which are extremely high right now, just FYI, to validators to confirm their on-chain Ethereum transactions. Now, historically, more Ethereum network traffic resulted in higher gas fees and more revenue for validators but after the August 2021 EIP 1559 update, a portion of the gas fee is permanently removed from Ether's circulation. Simply put, more ETH gets burned in a high-demand environment, creating more scarcity. The same started happening after October 8th with evidence showing that a new crypto project named XCN Crypto is increasing the network traffic. In the last seven days, XCN Crypto has contributed to the burning of 4,490 ETH tokens against 16,690 ETH tokens, which can see here. Now, XCN Crypto started over the weekend with no supply, which is pretty interesting. Still, it was free to mint, requiring users to only pay ETH gas fees. In other words, a new project named or made Ether deflationary for the first time since the merge, currently comprising over 40% of all Ethereum transactions. As pointed out here on crypto Twitter, XCN is over 40% of all ETH transactions. Now, ETH's price long-term outlook remains bearish, according to this uh, analysis, Ethereum's outlook for the long-term tilts bearish nevertheless due to constant macro warnings led by the U.S. Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes to hot inflation. Ether remains susceptible to the risk owing to its consistently positive correlation with U.S. equities, thus a drop below Ethereum's current rising trend line as explained above the trend line support could mean that further declines in the event of a technical breakdown as shown here in this chart. Now ascending triangles are continuation patterns that revolve after 
after the price breaks out in the direction of its previous trend. In Ethereum's case, the prevailing trend is downward, suggesting that the token's next course will be bearish if it breaks below the triangle's rising trend line support. Now, as a rule of thumb, an ascending triangle breakdown prompts the price to fall to a level at a length equal to the triangle's height. Therefore, Ethereum's profit target comes to be near $750 down approximately 40% from today's price. With that being shared, let me know your thoughts on Ethereum. How many of you are currently bullish on Ethereum or bearish? How many of you are holding on to this crypto? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And again, for those just joining into the live chat, welcome, welcome. Bitcoin Cal, always a pleasure. Good to see you, fam. Uh, good to see everyone just tuning in. Uh, Ellen, always a pleasure. Ellen says, ETH has made their bed with WEF. Uh, Frankie V says quant to the moon. Yeah, quant is one of the biggest gainers for the week. I know you're extremely bullish on quant. So exciting times ahead. You know what I mean? So with all that being shared, let's now get to our next story of the day and discuss XRP versus uh, the SR- the SEC, which has been an ongoing case uh, for quite uh, some time now. And let's uh, break this down, shall we? A partner company, a payments platform Ripple says the US SEC claims that XRP is an investment contract. This is untrue. According to them, according to new documents, iRemit, a global remittances network, is filing an amicus brief, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode, in support of Ripple claiming that the SEC's claims against the firm hold no water. iRemit says that XRP has real-world utility and is much more than a simple speculative asset. The SEC claims that Ripple violated the Securities Act of 1933 because XRP was an investment contract and that the principal reason for anyone to buy XRP was to speculate on it as an investment, quoting them here, iRemit believes that this is false. iRemit, the countless similar companies that use XRP for cross-border fund transfers on a daily basis, are living proof. iRemit does not use XRP to speculate on it, nor does it consider XRP to be an investment whose inherent value is expected to increase over time. And recently, the U.S. District Judge Torres ruled that iRemit and Tapjets, another pump company partner with Ripple, would be allowed to serve as amicus curiae in the lawsuit, meaning that they'd be considered friends of the court and allowed to assist the court by providing legal documents. Now, both companies filed brief attempts to demonstrate how XRP was an integral part of their business models rather than being a speculative asset. The SEC initially attempted to halt the two firms from doing so by claiming that their testimony was irrelevant to the case and outside the constraints strengths of discovery restrictions. Now, the SEC first sued Ripple Labs back in late 2020, claiming that the firm was selling XRP as an unregistered security. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding XRP versus the SEC? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And obviously, XRP missed out on a bull run in 2021 when Bitcoin hit a new all-time high of 69000 XRP price was suppressed because it got delisted from all the major exchanges in the United States. And since then, the price has been suppressed, dropping extremely low. I think we were even under 20 cents at one point. Now, more recently, due to the good news from the lawsuit, it has been pumping and it is currently trading at around 50 cents at the time of this recording. With all that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and do a Bitcoin forecast of what's going on here in the market for the King Crypto. The Wiley followed Bitcoin analysts who predicted the King Crypto 
crypto's current fall from all-time highs, says today is not the day for a bearish outlook. Synonymous trader Crypto Capo tells his 550,000 Twitter followers they are bullish on Bitcoin in the near future. Quitting him here, I am still bullish short-term. This is not the time to be bearish, in my opinion. Now, Capo sees similarities between the largest crypto by market caps, current price behavior, and that of 2018, the last major Bitcoin bear market. As he shares here on Crypto Twitter, you can see these two charts. A pretty interesting comparison, to say the least, that have striking similarities. Now, with Bitcoin currently dumping and now pumping and up in the past 24 hours, Capo now foresees an imminent short squeeze, which occurs when a sudden price spike causes Bitcoin short sellers to buy more to avoid greater losses. Quitting him here, short squeeze is going to be glorious. Praise the notorious. Had to throw that in there. Updating his following followers this morning, Capo is sticking to his guns, calling for a possible shot to 21,000. Quoting him here, I didn't expect this move to go this low. In fact, I expected the bounce to come earlier. But with that being said, SPX standard and pours 50 in 500 index is pumping and the US dollar is dumping. Bitcoin is still at support. This could be a massive bear trap. Bounce to 21,000 still in play invalidation on the chart. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And he also says on his final statement here, a reclaim of 19,000 would be very bullish. And lo and behold, it seems that we have already recaptured 19,000. I mean, at the time of this recording, Bitcoin is currently trading at around 19,300. When I woke up this morning, we're already at 19,500. So things can move up and be bullish from here. But I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments right down below. So let me know. Holla at your boy. And welcome for those just joining us here in the live show. It's a pleasure to see everybody. I wanted to update everyone. I've been getting a lot of questions. Why exactly did you switch to a live show? So I wanted to address this before I get into our main story of the day. And we discussed Kanye versus JP Morgan and Kanye's thoughts on the King Crypto BTC. And before we get into some Q&A. So here's why personally... I decided to do a live show versus a pre-recorded show, which is what I've been doing for the last three years. So yeah, I've been doing this show for three years. It takes me one to two hours to edit the show every day when it's pre-recorded. So that's one to two hours of my life every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So over a thousand episodes, that's literally 2000 hours of my time. It's a lot of time, and I don't think people truly appreciate the time that goes into creating a show that's, you know, pre, uh, or pre-recorded and edited, uh, you know, just up, boom, 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 the way I was doing it. So first and foremost, it gives me my life back. So I can spend more time into the live show and production versus editing, which is, uh, time consuming. The next question that comes to mind, but Justin or JV, why don't you just hire an editor to edit the show? The reality, because from the time I record the show in the morning and the time it's edited and released to you with me editing in it, you're already receiving the news like four hours later. So if I was to hire somebody to do it, you may be receiving the news eight or 12 or 24 hours later, which makes the entire show completely irrelevant because timing is of the essence. The the, the, the price action right now is going to be different four hours from now. It's just the nature of what it is. So I found the win-win solution. Decided to do a live show, stepped up to production, no more time wasted editing, uh, which was, you know, super time consuming. And at the same time, you're getting the news in the flesh 
in real time. So I think it's a complete win-win. So hopefully that answers your question. As you can see, there is a live feed even showing you the Bitcoin price currently trading above 19300 But I'd love to know your overall feedback regarding the switch from the pre-recorded uh, edited shows versus the live show. Let me know your honest feedback and thoughts in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's break down our final feature uh, story of the day and discuss Kanye West on Bitcoin and what's going on between him and JP Morgan Chase. Now the American rapper, songwriter, and record producer, Kanye West, better known as Ye, has been dealing with a lot of flack as of lately. While one of West's tweets says, who you think created cancel culture on October 9th, more recent tweets have been removed from the celebrity's Twitter profile. In fact, I even heard that some of his social media accounts have been taken down, which doesn't surprise me. And Ye also has been controversial. I know him and uh, Candace Owens recently wore a White Lives Matter t-shirt. And in a tweet shared on October 7th, Ye shared an image of a hat that says 2024, possibly hinting at another attempt to run for president of the United States. But following the controversy surrounding the Atlanta-born musician and political commentator, Candace Owens published a tweet that shares an alleged letter that Ye received from the financial giant, J.P. Morgan. And I want to read this out loud. This is what Candace Owens tweeted and shared this letter that was uh, sent to Candace from Kanye, which was sent from J.P. Morgan Chase. Here you go. Earlier today, I learned that Kanye West was officially kicked out of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. I was told there was no official reason given, but they sent this letter as well to confirm that he has until late November to find another place for the Yeezy empire to, to, to bank. And I'm not going to read the exact letter from J.P. Morgan Chase, but it is here on Twitter, which you can access at any time from Candace Owens' account. And scrolling down, let's read some more comments. Candace Owens wrote, I have blacked out the names of uh, the other two people of his team that are named in this letter to protect their privacy. So not only is J.P. Morgan Chase going after Kanye, but his team. And as I gather my thoughts about this, I want to say that I do not care what you think about Ye West, but I very much care about what you think about this. And she also shares here, we have reached extremely frightening times in this country. Who are what has landed us into these times is an ongoing discussion, which I would like to open up tonight. I'm focusing on the Black Lives Matter documentary, documentary premiere, which she just released. We'll revisit this crucial topic tomorrow. But there you have it. That was coming from Candace Owens. So what are your thoughts surrounding all of this? I think it is absolutely crazy, uh, but I expect it at the same time, so it's not surprising. And let's uh, discuss this for a touch further upon uh, in this story. So yeah, I would expect this because if you go against the grain of the mainstream and you have the level of influence as Kanye has, naturally the powers that be, aka the elite, are not going to like it. But that's all the more reason to switch to Bitcoin, it's decentralized. You don't have to deal with the drama. If I was a mass influencer and I was worth billions of dollars as Kanye is considered the richest black man in the world, I most absolutely would not be using any banking institutions whatsoever. Um, so I'd take this as, oh, you don't want me to use your bank? Good. I'm going to switch and move all of my portfolio over to Bitcoin. I mean, why wouldn't you? You can't trust the mainstream because anyone that has the power to shut off your bank account and freeze your assets because you have a different political agenda, that's like Nazi Germany. That's like evil in its purest form. And I disagree with that. So I stand by Candace Owens. I stand by Yay. And I stand by Bitcoin as Bitcoin is the obvious solution to this nightmare. With all that being shared, how many of you watched the, uh, the Kanye interview that he did 
on the Rogan podcast back in 2020. I actually want to share some of these highlights from this throwback because it couldn't be more relevant here today. So let's actually get into this article. This was published back in 2020 by Forbes. It says, billionaire rap mogul turned U.S. presidential hopeful. Kanye has made the waves with his controversial bid for the White House. West, who announced he was planning to run for uh, for president, in which he might be doing again. He appeared on the Joe Rogan podcast to talk about this, and he mentioned that he thinks geniuses in the Bitcoin and crypto community have a perspective on the true liberation of America and humanity. So he's ultimately saying that those who are into Bitcoin and crypto, but let's just say Bitcoin here as he used Bitcoin first, they are the true geniuses and they offer the true liberation of America and humanity. It couldn't get more pro-Bitcoin than that quote right there. And here's a photo from that podcast of when he said it. And if you missed this podcast episode, be sure to check it out because it was a banger. Check it out. These guys really have a perspective on what the true liberation of America and humanity will be. Wes Toll Rogan, well into a more than three-hour-long interview that spanned the origins of his presidential run, his thoughts on the Plandemic, as well as the future of humanity, quoting Ye here, a lot of the tech guys, but specifically Bitcoin guys. So he says specifically, we're able to use the new highways, the new information highways and create the new next frontier for our existence. While the powers of our political system are still anchoring on the electoral college, which was based around slavery. So here you go. Yay. Speaking facts and giving receipts. West said he'd spoken to two of his Bitcoin and crypto connections through the venture capitalist Anthony Schiller and Coinbase co-founder Fred Eshram in preparation for the highly anticipated podcast that's already racked up more than 8 million views. And this was back in 2020. So I can only imagine the podcast probably has 20 million plus views. And the rap and fashion star pointed to Twitter and Square's chief executive Jack Dorsey's decentralized social media plans as evidence of a trend towards Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Now, Rogan, who hosted a number of U.S. presidential hopefuls over recent years, said in the interview, beyond my expectations that after listening to people with a much better understanding and appreciation of him and of how the man thinks and elsewhere, others in the entertainment industry have also made high-profile bids to change the world with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. We have Grammy-nominated R&B singer Akon is forging ahead with plans for his crypto-powered Akon City in Senegal, which he had previously branded a real-life Wakanda and with President Akon Acoin Crypto. Yeah, I think he also released some Ishcoin, which is kind of hilarious, actually, to discuss. But nonetheless, what are your thoughts surrounding Kanye uh, embracing cryptocurrency? You already know he's calling uh, Bitcoin uh, people who got into Bitcoin early geniuses. I wouldn't be surprised if some of his net worth is already in Bitcoin, and I would not be surprised if he just cancels um, these these central banks and just says – because here's the bigger picture – what if Kanye comes out with a tweet hypothetically and says, hey, I'm no longer using the slavery banking system model. I am switching to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the future. It's decentralized. You can't shut it down. And if you're a freedom fighter, you should be using Bitcoin as well. Let's stop giving our power away to these corrupt central banking institutions. What if he went on a limb and shared that? What if other celebrities started backing him and saying the same thing? You know what? Yeah, I want to express the truth of how I feel. I don't want my feelings suppressed as an influencer. And in order to speak the truth, I have to use Bitcoin because I know they're going to shut down my bank account just as they did for you. The movement, the domino effect, the Bitcoin game theory that this would create in real time would be an absolute game changer. And that's what excites me, you know, about Bitcoin and about this story. I think if you push 
people too far, they're going to convert. And once they convert and it becomes public, there's nothing they can do to put the genie back in the bottle. That's my perspective. Let me know your honest uh, two Satoshis in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's dive into one of my favorite segments of the show, and that's the live Q&A session. I'm going to check out some of the comments here. So any questions you have for me live, I'm going to be reading them out loud. Ellen says, other than that, I am sure he is going to switch a lot of his money into crypto. There is no doubt about it. PGC says, don't quit your day job and gives me a kiss. Thanks, man. Uh, don't, <laughs> what? Uh, Bitcoin Cal says, thumbs up. JV, give you some of the OG wrenches of the mod chat. Exigent, welcome, says, uh, Jays, we don't control international finance or the media or the news or Hollywood. That's anti, uh, Semitism also Jays cancel his bank account and cancel his career for criticizing us. Interesting, right? Uh, Ecoin says solid show JV. Have a good one. Appreciate you tuning in live. Sailing with the twins says how long before Bitcoin rips itself loose from other markets and becomes the master? That is a great question as Bitcoin seems to be often uh, connected and coupled with uh, the traditional markets such as stocks, but I do firmly believe that Bitcoin is on its own vector, and it is only a matter of time before Bitcoin just does what it does because there there is no um, yeah there's no one can control Bitcoin. It's on its own vector at the end of the day. Ellen says, "Love your new show, JV." Well, I appreciate the feedback. J Dub the Laker says, "Man, you dropped some mad knowledge in that Kanye segment." Well, I greatly appreciate that and glad you enjoyed it. Everything you said was spot on. Much love. Bitbud says, now you have time to dial in the water filtration system to your new crib. Priority number one. That's a great weekend, bro. Uh, appreciate that. Cheers, fam. Ah. Ellen says, agree. I believe it will fork a new BTC. And let me scroll up to some of the uh, comments a little earlier. Michael Valkman said, Coinfather just trying to make sure I can afford coffee after I retire. Uh, gotcha. Back to work. That's what's up. Appreciate you tuning in, Jeff. 2.5 years. Yeah. I mean, time goes quick. JP Morgan has 1.2 trillion in cash on the sidelines. Uh, Frank Ver shared a fun fact. Uh, smash that like to support this wonderful show. I appreciate that. Frankie V. Always a pleasure and always an honor. Broski. With that being shared, let's now read some of the comments, the top comments that I appreciate from yesterday's live episode here. Uh, Jeff wrote, congrats on the live stream success, JV. May God bless you and yours. Emmanuel wrote, I love your videos. Very detailed and accurate timeline. You are perfect. Thanks for all the efforts. You are very welcome, Emmanuel. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Essential Sales wrote, finally caught you on YouTube. I am a loyal listener on the Apple Pod. I'm just glad I got to Will Smith that like button. You killing the live stream. Thanks for all you do. Well, I appreciate you pointing that out. As I am on Apple's iTunes as well as Spotify. So if you're watching right now on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe on Apple's iTunes and Spotify as we're, we're currently receiving over 400,000 podcast downloads per month and blowing up. That's the goal. And of course, we're trying to blow up this YouTube channel. So if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or any podcasting community, don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net to check out the YouTube channel live in the flesh. Bitcoin Cal wrote, great show, JV. You've taken it to the next level. Congrats. 
congrats, fam. These are just my thoughts and people feel free to disagree. I believe other than the black swan event, Bitcoin bottom is already in at 17,005. I'm not expecting to see the next all time high or be taking anything off the table before 2024, 2025. Never say never. And if it does happen, before this date, it'll be a bonus and I'll be taking 10% off the table and leave the rest to enjoy for my target date set at 2030. God willing, I am still alive. And again, if it happens earlier, all the merrier. Till then, you know I'll be stacking. Bless you, JV, for your hard work. And to all my Crypto News Alerts fam, very well said. Definitely one of my favorite comments from yesterday's episode. I appreciate you, fam. Inner Dino says, thanks, JV. Great show. I'm here for the technology. See you next time. Tiger Digital Gravity says, Bitcoin holding up pretty well. Only a matter of time before it's recognized as a means of protecting yourself against endless money printing preach and paul says let's hope that arc invest are right time will tell i'm hold, hope, holding on to find out referring to arc invest one million dollar bitcoin price prediction which i shared in yesterday's episode if you missed it be sure to check it out i'll include it here somewhere for you to click and watch it equine wrote aloha jv another lit live show bitcoin volatility expansion incoming when it arrives buckle up both directions and i'm just going to read one more comment uh continuing to accumulate my drip tokens the drip faucet still outperforming btc and eth i never heard of drip so come on what is this drip token no ish coins fam uh let's scroll down a little more actually i'm going to read this uh, last comment from tone lee because it's a good comment BitBoy is going to be mad at you for stealing his lineup format. Now I got to pick who does it best. My response. Thanks for tuning in, Tone. For the record, I've been doing my daily podcast virtually every day for three years in a very similar format. The big difference now is the fact it's live versus edited and has nice visuals to go along with it, which I got the idea and modeled from ESPN's Pardon the Interruption. Cheers. And that, my friend, is facts. With that being shared, let's now break down the big finish, the moment you have all been waiting for. So in today's show, we discussed uh, the latest in the crypto markets, including Bitcoin bear trap sees the Bitcoin price near 20,000 as the, ga- the daily gains top 9%. We also discussed Bitcoin City in El Salvador as they focus on bringing investment to Bitcoin City, says their ambassador, as well as Ethereum set to blow up and rally 35% as 6,000 ETH gets burned in a single week. We also discussed the latest updates regarding Ripple remittances uh, versus or XRP versus the SEC as Ripple remittances partner says that the SEC's claim that the XRP is an investment contract is false. And we also discussed a take uh, on the Bitcoin Bitcoin market as a trader who called the 2022 market crash says now is not the time to be bearish and is expecting a parabolic breakout for the king crypto. We're talking about crypto capo. We also discuss uh, JP Morgan reportedly terminating relationships with Kanye West as Candace Owens pointed out on crypto Twitter and Kanye West is response to being canceled by a bank and ultimately how this can have a domino effect on other influencers around the world adopting the King Crypto and moving away from fiat trash. And we also discussed the throwback uh, epic interview between Kanye West and Joe Rogan back in 2020 when uh, Ye went on the Rogan podcast and said that Bitcoin is the true liberation of America. And we also, of course, broke down the latest of what's going on in the crypto market. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. And I appreciate you tuning in to the live show. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate every comment. I mean, this is my life passion. This is my mission, if you cannot tell, is to share this information with as many 
people around the world who are willing to listen because Bitcoin absolutely transformed my life and this is my way of paying it forward. This show is not about making money. This show is about providing you with the most accurate, best crypto news so you can make your own informed decision to transform your family's life for generations to come. That's why I do what it is that I do. So smash the like, hit that bell icon, turn on all notifications, drop a comment right down below, and don't forget to show some love on crypto Twitter and all across social media. With that being shared, I am out. Deuces. 